Welcome to LAPUX Lessons. This podcast is a growing collection of conversations with thought leaders in the online professional development space. Here at LAPU, our award-winning team strives to create world-class online learning experiences that put humanity back into learning. Join us on our journey to innovate in the online classroom and show the world what learning feels like. This is George Hanshaw, Director of eLearning Operations, and I am here with Dr. Rob Carter, who was prior service Army Airborne, and uh, were you a lieutenant colonel? Is that what your yes. rank was? Yes. Fantastic. So a lieutenant colonel from the Army Airborne. Uh, I was Air Force enlisted, staff sergeant type in the, in the realm of uh, aircraft electrician, which was taught me a lot of lessons as well, but... So the military invested in all of us, whether officer, enlisted, anybody, they, they invested heavily on creating leaders. Unlike other organizations where people enter into the life cycle of talent at different points in time, the military basically has to invest in everybody because you're not sure which of those lieutenants is going to be your your, your four-star generals. You're not quite sure which of those privates from somewhere in America is going to be your senior enlisted advisor to the Secretary of Defense or senior enlisted advisor to senior military officials. So we have to have a model that really invests in every individual that enters because unlike corporate America, unlike academia, where you have people that can enter into that model at different points, from the president all the way down to professors, we have to assume that every individual has the potential. And we have to basically provide a structure that allows each individual uh, an opportunity, ultimately, to basically be a leader at every segment of the way. And that's kind of, even in the civilian sector, that's the key. You're, you're not judged as a leader by what you do, you're judged by the number of leaders you create is what, what we always hear. If, if anybody's on LinkedIn or anything like that, we hear that a lot, right? So the military does a great job with that. So what, what's kind of been your experience? Yeah, that's been my exact experience from day one to day infinity is that most people that serve, you know, if they really recognize the value both to the nation and to themselves, an opportunity really to um, take full advantage of experiences and opportunities to really develop leadership skills much earlier than most people do in in the private sector and just in life. An 18-year-old individual enlisted in the military, by the time they're 22, they may be a sergeant, they may be a specialist, they may be in charge of leading other, you know, people their age and maybe younger, you know, basically into potentially harmful environments, environments where people are, they've committed to giving selfless service. They committed basically give, to giving their lives so that others may enjoy freedom as, as we, as we call it. And so my experience is that the, the military in general, the army I'm most familiar with, really invest in what we talk about is a two up, two down model, you know, um, and obviously that's been my experience where I got to know the mission, 
and priorities of my boss and my boss's boss, and then knowing the priorities of the people under me, you know, two levels down. And is that that model of leadership, I think is what's been critical to the success of the military and to critical to individuals that, that served in the military and their ability to basically translate those leadership skills to the to, uh, civilian occupations. It's really the mindset that's being translated. Yeah, right. Because uh, that translates uh, Air Force civilian sector as well, where we kind of define the parameters of operation or define the mission and give people the permission to make decisions within the, within those mission parameters. And when they can do that, you, that's how you get high-performing teams. Mil- military 101, <laughs> how to yes. get high-performing teams is clearly define the mission parameters and let them let the people on the ground make the decisions, you know? That, yes. Yeah. We see that in corporate America when it works uh, well, <laughs> we see that. And when people don't do that, we, we oftentimes see, see things not work well, but you brought up kind of a cool point about service, service, sacrifice, commitment. We always say, right. Um, and as a leader, from a military perspective, we were always taught service sacrifice, you know, uh, uh, leaders eat last is what they say in corporate America, but that came from the military where they say officers eat last, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, cause you got to take care of your people first. So what's kind of been your experience with not just hearing that as a mantra from somebody in a suit that's comfortable, but being actually where that came from as you being an officer, having to take care of your troops and eat last? People support you not by what you say, by what you what you do and what they see you doing. So people typically think about, you know, eating. But I think it's right. every aspect of being a leader. If the policy is stay on the sidewalk and they see you cutting across the parking lot, then what is the, what signal does that send? That sends that... It's, uh, it's okay for him or her to do it, but I got to follow the rules, but they're not following the same rules. So I think right. that that statement, you know, eating last translates to fundamental, you know, good values and that you have to basically walk the walk and not just talk the talk. And people basically will follow you. And I, mean, I, had, I had a boss early in my career he said, people will follow your lead and your values as much as you're willing to follow your <laughs> values and live your values. So people are going to only do and follow you to the same extent that you're following yourself. And if you deviate from following yourself, people are going to deviate from following you. So as long as you wake up every day and say, I'm going to live the values that I, I think are important, I know are important then everything's going to be okay. But as soon, soon as you deviate from that, you're, you're going to be ineffective as a leader. That deviation, that's a slippery slope too, because as a leader, you're, you're magnified. So you, people see that one slip, you, you have to, you don't get that back too easily, too simply. You, 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 yeah. In fact, I think you, you never get it back. They say you may get a chance to go do another job, but normally people, especially nowadays, you know, with LinkedIn and social media and people are going to know more about you when you go into your next job than they did, you know, in the, 
and the job you left, right? You know, so yeah, yeah, you know, they were. Yeah, so people want to know who's coming. You know, who, you know, tell me about them. You can't outrun your reputation because you know Ooh, ones and that. zeros. You can't run as fast as ones and zeros, right? And that, <laughs> ones and zeros will beat you. Will, will beat you to your next location. Oh, your so next. Anybody listening to this. Take take that one home with you. You can't outrun your reputation. I love that saying right there. So any, any future leader or leader now, that's something they can they can take home right now. You can't outrun your reputation. And and like you said, especially with social media, that's an incredible statement because it's absolutely true. It follows you wherever you go. And in the military, you're asking men and women to do things that most men and women don't have to do, whatever that may be. And they need somebody to lead the way. So what would you say to folks? What was one of the biggest lessons you've learned? You've already given us a few about leading the way, leading by example. How, how, does, how does Rob Carter wake up those days? Because none of us are ever motivated all the time. Motivation goes up and down. It's that discipline that, that really gets us through. How does Rob Carter wake up that day where he's like, man, this, this cot is comfortable. I'm going to stay, but nope, can't, got to be the example. How, how does Rob Carter get up every day and be that example? It's really leading and empathizing and being a leader that's leading from a um, path of empathy and humility. And then translating that empathy through, throughout and permeating throughout the organization. Because just like you're human and you don't feel like doing stuff, <laughs> you got to understand that they're the same way. And I think, right. and also showing that human side, right, that you could even share it and say, hey, I understand it was a rainy, cold day. We're going to be outside. You know, he said, I trust me, I did not want to get out of bed either. Right. But but we, our service is bigger than us. No one forced us by gunpoint. We volunteer, you know, support and serve the nation. And there are going to be days that we don't want to actually have, we don't want to live up to that obligation. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. You know, we're like, hey, 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 I was just kidding. We say, hey, you know, I signed up, but can I get the paperback? I didn't know what I was getting myself into, but people are dependent on us just like we were dependent on previous generations and future generations will be dependent mm -hmm. on us. So as long as we live in that space of honor, humility, and passion, and empathy, and basically say, hey, everybody's human and we'll get through it today. And we will get through it tomorrow. I also practiced Taekwondo and there was a flyer in my Taekwondo studio. And, and I never forget it. The poster over the door, it says that I never met an adult that were happy they were allowed to quit as a kid. Oh, dang. And I share that with teams and people. Because generally we reflect back. Um, and say, man, you know, I mean, I talk to people all the time and they say, you know, I wish I would have finish my degree earlier, right? You know, right, right. You know, I wish I would have, you know, they may be 60 years old and they say, man, you know, I really go back. And they go, and, and they typically, you go back and you think about the things that you did not complete in life. You don't think about the things you completed in life or the things you're right. completing. Because, because the mind, the nature of the mind is to gravitate towards the negative. And so and I'm, I'm bringing that back because your question about, you know, um, what do you do? You you got to basically understand every day you don't feel like waking up that you got to overcome that because it's the nature of the mind is to focus on the negative. And, and each time you overcome that, you, you're just building your mind. 
And I think it's one of the things that really the military at a young age uh, helps individuals overcome is that ability to basically say if they're committed and they allow themselves to develop, they can truly at a young age actually learn that that positive mindset, you know, just reinforcing those values they they were taught as kids that they can they can overcome things. That's brilliant. So you brought up empathy, humility, and honor, which we can all develop and we develop by getting up, moving forward when we don't feel like, but really I think um the greatest point, the point that I really latch onto is when you're having that moment as a leader, you got to understand that it's something larger than self. In the army, in uh, the industry, higher ed, wherever it is, as a professor, same thing, right? It's larger than self. You have to think about the other person. And the minute you switch that mindset over, it's a who cares. It, it doesn't even factor into any decision making anymore because you're looking at that that higher purpose. And that's that's the key. I've never heard it explained that way. So I thought that was absolutely awesome. Thanks for giving me that takeaway today. That was yes, fantastic. Sir. So what, if you talking to uh, either a junior leader or somebody looking to get into leadership and maybe they don't have that military experience where we're taught to focus on the bigger picture, what advice would you give them? So what, what, what did you learn during your time of service that you could give that junior leader? Live faithfully. And, and that, that may mean a lot of things to different people. And going back to humility, profound humility is just so important. And then patience, to have heroic patience. And then I would say those are, are whether someone served in the military, but, but those are three sort of universal virtues. I think that can, uh, that, you know, not the only three, but three that can actually help any leader. Life is a journey. And, and the thing we haven't touched on is the patience piece, but it's so easy in life to get in a hurry. And it's really the journey, patience and actually enjoying the process that you really learn. And by having that patience piece as a developing or emerging leader, it's only gonna give you more experiences to improve and be a better leader. Because we've all been led by individuals that did not actually have that patience, did not have that strategic pause, you know, or did not have that set of experiences that allowed them to pull from their kit bag, that toolbox, and be able to help and shape a situation. And, or even, you know, just didn't have the patience to listen to others, didn't have right. the humility to listen, and just was quick to judge. And there are so many examples, you know, whether it's a religious context or, you know, or just watching other people that are either leading you or that you admire and just watch how they behave and say, hey, you know, and just go through a day in a non-judgmental way and just try and be present and just observe the different encounters and then go back and just spend some time reflecting. And what you'll find is that I think those three, among others, will rise to the top as being just things that as a human, you want someone that if, if you, if you pouring out your heart <laughs> and, and to someone, you know, the, the thing that you want is then first of all, show empathy, some degree of humility and patience, right. To allow you to patience. finish what you, what you're saying. And so those are just three, you know, leading by position or just leading by where you are in life. 
So, so we all are right. leaders, right? You know, and we're leading somebody, you know, and, and, and like I right. go back to what my um, mentor said, the first person you're leading is yourself. <laughs> and so, so, so everybody's a leader, right? You, you're leading yourself. And again, that's where it starts. Wow. So there, there's a whole lot to take away from that. Sometimes creating that patience so you can let things unfold and let situations take some shape before you make a decision. That's, that's powerful because if a situation isn't in a place where you can make a educated decision, you have to pause, you have to wait and just watch and let it unfold because that's an action in and of itself, you know, just kind of pausing and letting things shape up a little bit so you can make a decision as, especially as a leader. Man, that's a whole lot of good stuff you you brought to the audience today, Rob. I appreciate that. So uh, let's just kind of wrap this up. I could, like I said, I could talk to you forever, uh, especially we have to talk offline about Taekwondo. I love Taekwondo. We, yes. uh, me, my <laughs> yes. boys and, and daughter and everybody did that for, for a long time as well. It's a lot of, yes. a lot of good lessons there. Maybe we have another podcast there, learning yes. lessons from uh, Taekwondo. All right. So Rob, I just want to thank you for taking your time to be here. And this is our Veterans Day podcast. I want to say thank you. And thanks to all the, the veterans out there, previous generations, as you brought up, who we owe so much to all those previous generations who sacrificed so much so we could be here and have this conversation. The, the folks that are out there now serving in an active capacity and all those who have served prior to that, we just want to give a great big thank you and let you know that what you're learning out there transfers a whole lot into uh, reality, corporate world, business, whatever you may think. All right. Well, this is what learning feels like. And thank you so much, Rob. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of LAPUX Lessons. We hope that you had fun learning something new today. If you did, please take a few seconds to review our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. We value your feedback so highly because we are doing this for you. Come connect with us on social media so we can get to know you better. All of our channels are listed in the show description. Before you go, we want to invite you to visit x.lapu.edu to see the courses that our awesome team has created. Check back often as we are always developing new offerings. Or you can subscribe to this podcast where we will announce and feature new courses as they become available. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, this is what learning feels like.